Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Robert Candell, teacher, coach, lecturer, and host of Tough Love Podcast shared a story of when he did not follow his yes and left him aching for 10 years by not listening to his internal guidance. Well, Robert, thank you again for the incredible interview we did earlier. And I'd love to ask you a couple other questions to to support us in, in exploring the power of following your yes, that internal guidance, that gut feeling that we all have from time to time. Mm-hmm. So would you do me a favor? Would you share a story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you had one, but then you look back and you're like, wow, that was really clear and I didn't pay any attention to it. Tell us about that time. I was in love with a woman and I was part of an organization and a community that was very intense in terms of everyone was in each other's business and I loved her. And the strong social leader of this organization basically said, I think it's best if you break up with her. It's like, you're not living to her potential, your potential. She's not living her potential. You guys are limiting each other. And even though I didn't believe her, even though I thought her request, her ideas were more self-serving than focus on me, I did it and I broke up with her. And that was over 10 years ago. And I still have an ache 
around not listening to my own internal clock, saying uh, yes to the request rather than my own true yes. And it really messed up my relationship with love for many years. So that was an intense, intense moment. Yeah, no, that's such a great example of where we give up our internal authority to an external authority. Yes. And then we go, well, you're the leader here. You must know better than whatever the divine is showing me inside. Right. Yeah. Great, great example. So let's let's flip this around. Take us to a moment when you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it this time. Tell us that story. In the same group, uh, which I dedicated 12 years of my life to, about a year before I left, um, I had we, we had centers all over the world, and so I was basically just being moved from city to city without any direction. And after being moved from like the third time in less than a year, I was in my room in San Francisco by myself, and there was just one night where I said, I don't want to spend the rest of my life doing this. I, I want more control. I want to live my life the way I want to. And I was set up. I mean, I was set up for life in, in, in terms of money and prestige and the opportunity to teach and mentor. But I knew I was dying on the inside because I wasn't following my inner voice. So I made that decision on that night to give a time limit to my time in the group. And about a year later, uh, I left. I sold my shares in the company. I moved to Venice Beach and I restarted my life. And it was all from that one moment of a strong yes that I was going to hold on to. Wow, that's a great example. And I, I love also that you added there at the end that you had that moment of clearness and knew what you needed to do, but it still took a year or so to make that transformation. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we're like, well, if I didn't do it right then, I can never do it. Mm-hmm. But that's not I, the case. And I plotted and planned for a year because I knew, one, the company wasn't ready to let me go because I hadn't set it up. And mm-hmm. two, there were, there were many things I wanted to do, and I wanted you know the transition to be really clean. So I spent that year, one, mocking up my future, and two, ensuring that I downloaded all the systems from my brain to other people. Yeah, absolutely. So following your yes, I mean, we always hear the dramatic stories of somebody had that moment, and then they threw everything out the window and changed their whole life. And it's like, oh, that's what that means. Well, it doesn't have to. Sometimes you got to do it in alignment with with being in integrity with whoever you're in relationship and partnership and business with and still make follow your heart and move forward in that direction. So what a great example. Thank you so much, Robert. My pleasure. Bex Burton, certified dream builder and love coach, shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes, and it ultimately led her to following her dreams and meeting her wonderful husband. Well, Bex, I just want to thank you so much for the amazing interview you did for us earlier. And, and, I want to ask you one more question, if I may, and that that is actually it's two questions. Um, I'd love to have you help illustrate the importance and the power of following our internal guidance, what I call our yes. And where I'd like to start is actually with an example of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you had a yes. But when you look back, like, yeah, that was crystal clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Tell us that story. Oh yeah. So this this story is right in the in the several months leading up to right before I met my husband, and and it, it's actually not a story of partnership, but but my own um, creativity and career. At the time, I was a movement professional and performer, a Pilates teacher, and 
I was invited to be a part of this um, this team of performers. It was a small group of like maybe eight, and we were auditioning a a group piece for a nightclub opening. And I got the invitation and read through what the role called for, and it was like. <laughs> for me, it felt like a stretch as a performer, and I had to wear lingerie and tie people up. I mean, it was pretty outside of my performance wheelhouse at the time. I mean, my my wheelhouse at the time, like I was wearing tutus and in hula hoops and doing like daytime children's events and things like that. And here was this invitation to pretty much be a sexy dominatrix for a nightclub audition. And I think I rehearsed with this group for, I don't know, maybe two months. I gave a lot of my time to the rehearsals. And I really, really, really wanted to be part of that team because I felt like at the time, I really, really thought thought my yes was being a full-time professional performer. So I really, really wanted that that piece. And um, at the same time, I was teaching 6 a.m. Pilates and and trying to do these late-night rehearsals into like midnight and 1 a.m. And and by the time we were going into the, the performance showcase, I, I there were some rehearsals I couldn't make. And I told the director that, and she cut me from the show, like right before we went to present. And I was devastated. I was just devastated. And um, I look back at that moment several weeks later, I was able to see that, gosh, no, that wasn't a yes. That was... That was something that I really, like my ego really, really wanted that to be my yes. But when I really looked at what I was trying to create with my art, trying to create with my 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 mission uh, as a mover and a creator, that wasn't in alignment with what, I, what my vision was. I love that story. I, 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 it's such a great story because we've all done that, where we wanted it to be our yes, so we convinced ourselves that it was, mm-hmm. even though in our gut we knew it wasn't. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes we do it in a career, we do it in a partnership, wherever it is. And we're like, oh, I want him to be the one or I want this to be the next step. Right. We know it's not. Yeah. We know it. I mean, obviously, there's people that do that with marriage. Mm-hmm. I want this to be that, even though I know this is not the guy to marry. Yeah. I've done that moving in, in with somebody, too. I was in a relationship and... I was uh, like my, my building in Brooklyn was being sold. So I was given like 30 days notice to move out. And I was kind of dating this guy at the time. And we talked about moving in together. And that would mean like he was giving up his apartment. We were moving into a unique apartment together. And I knew, I knew going in, like my gut knew that that wasn't, that wasn't my my deep yes. That was a an ego driven yes, something that I wanted, and but like so much so, and I'm not proud of this, but like I was thinking, let's keep my bed, let's keep my microwave. I mean, it was it was not <laughs> healthy. It was not healthy. Yeah, and that's such a great example, right? Here's all these signs going. Mm-hmm. This isn't really. I'm actually making sure I have my out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already know this isn't it. Yeah. But I'm in such denial of that. <laughs> totally. I, there's all these external forces like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do in 30 days? i got to figure this out. This will solve it. Right. But it's this not is convenient. Really this where is you easy. Be. Yeah, totally. Great example. So let's turn this around then. 
share with us a, a story of a you know a time in your life where this time you had a clear yes and not only did you recognize it but you followed it yeah so that I have so many of these, so I'll, I'll just pick the one that I feel, well, the one that, that led me to my relationship with my husband, I feel like happened right after getting fired from that, that volunteer, uh, performance showcase. I was, I was so wrought, just upset. And then I finally was able to shift it and recognize, yes, that wasn't authentic. That wasn't in alignment. And then I started just feeling into, and I wasn't even thinking but if just feeling into what is an alignment, what, what is my vision for my art, my vision, my message, what I want to create on this planet. And I was, I was gifted this idea of a, a large scale group hula hoop performance. Again, I was a hula hoop specialist at the time. So this wasn't out of left field, but it was, it was to, to create a piece of choreography that was accessible to all ages, all body shapes, all, all gender, ethnicity. Like I wanted to create something because I felt like the, the performance showcase that I was released from, that I was let go of, it, I was trying to, I was being a, a, a round peg trying to fit in a square hole or whatever, vice versa. And, and I wanted, and it was so clear, this yes that was coming through was to create an opportunity where I could gather many, many dancers from all ilks and, and have them all feel welcome and accepted in this, in this piece of, of art that we would share with, with New York city. And, and it was just, it was such a clear yes. And the way that it came together was fluid and, you know, the, from the music to the, the people who signed up to, to say yes, to dance with me. And, you know, and I, I share this story in our, our longer form podcast, but what came of that in the production of that piece, I ended up writing this love story through that piece of art that came true. And that's, that's how I believe my husband came into my life was because of following that clear yes. Yeah. No, I, so what I love most about that, that share was again, you didn't have the agenda. I need to do this and that'll lead to a man and then I'll have this. You did it just for what it was. Yeah. Like, I need to create this piece. That's all I know. I don't know much more. Now I'm going to mm -hmm. keep going. And it, you kept taking that next step. And our yes isn't an entire recipe. It's like, go get some eggs. And you're like, mm -hmm. why? Just go get some eggs. <laughs> yeah. Why? Am I making an omelet? Go get some eggs. You'll find out. <laughs> Until you get eggs, there's no point of me telling you the next step. That's so true. Because you have to have the eggs or it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. But we want the whole thing or else I'm not going to do it. Right. Even something that could be, you know, really seems inconsequential. We're like, but why? Mm -hmm. Because that's your guidance. Yeah. This is the universe using its recipe book going, don't worry. I got the whole thing covered. <laughs> but you gotta go buy eggs. Get eggs. Yeah. And you're like, but I don't like eggs. Who said it was for you? Go get eggs. <laughs> I love that. Right? But we keep going. Well, I don't want to. No, I don't know. I. What does this mean? Where is this going? What's going on? Again, when we think we're in control. Yes. 
So great example, Bex, of just doing what was there in front of you. And then it went to the next thing, it went to the next thing, and as you shared on, on your full interview, there were all these steps that ultimately ended up you meeting the man you married. Yes. So thank you for sharing that. Such a great story of that empowerment there. So I wanna ask you, because this is one of the biggest challenges I hear from a lot of folks, is how do you recognize a yes versus your mind just trying to convince you of things? Mm. You just gave a great example of not following your yes. Was your mind convincing you of things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, there's a, there's a few things that I lean into and one of them is speed. I know this is, this might sound counterintuitive to some people in the audience, but I find that if I'm really like ringing over a decision and like going back and forth and arguing both sides, that is my mind trying to convince me that is, or my fear trying to convince me or whatever you want to say. But that's, that's, my ego making the decision versus my heart. And I, I experience messages from the heart being lightning fast and soft, quiet, much quieter, um, sometimes laser focused, crystal clear. Um, and, and more often than not in moments when I am, uh, I want to say not thinking, but that's that's not a that's not what I want to say. But in moments when I'm, uh, well, for me, my doorway is movement. So I, I'll just put that out there. When I am moving my body, walking in nature, when I'm dancing, um, running, um, yoga, or or just even like even stay, I don't I don't necessarily hear my heart as loudly when I'm sitting in meditation. My meditation practice is for other purposes. Um, slowing down my reaction times to things. But, but for me, like movement is really the thing that helps supports me in getting out of the monkey brain and the, the, the self-convincing and into the, the divine inspiration of, of my heart. Beautiful, beautiful. And I, I love what you said there about, you know, when you're wrestling with it and trying to analyze it or justify it. Yeah, that's a clear sign that's not your yes. Because mm-hmm. the universe doesn't need to convince you. <laughs> I love that. It just yeah. says, here, this is your guidance. Go get eggs. Yeah, go get eggs. And you're like, <laughs> well, I'm having you get eggs because they're really important to the recipe that I'm making. I'm not going to tell you the recipe yet, but you're going to really be glad you got eggs. It doesn't do that. It doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want to accept the gift of this guidance, you're welcome. Yeah. If you don't, we'll be back here someday <laughs> and you'll go through yep. it again. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that, that insight as to the distinction between the two. Really, really helpful. My pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview, You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days 
and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.